0: Hey guys, and welcome to Season 4 of the Ask People Podcast. I'm your host, Savya Rox, and in this season, we get to remember and reminisce back in time with some of our guests like... Hey, Hey, we are Entity, Entity.
1: and you're listening to the Us People Podcast with Savia Rocks. Hey, my name is Stephen Ridley, and you're listening to the Us People Podcast with the lovely Savia Rocks, keeping it positive. Hi, my name is James Green. I'm a TV presenter, sports reporter and journalist. Hi, this is Joy Langley, and I'm the author of Navigating Stress. Hey, this is Travis Glossop. I am a creative radio producer for Kiss FM, and you're listening to the Us People Podcast with Savia Rocks.
0: We highlight the strengths of our cultures talking about diversity and inclusion and speaking out loud and proud about who we are
1: it was never that good
0: i was i was determined i had a love for the sport and that always fueled me but uh arriving into london and kind of uh growing up in a really difficult situation trying to you know uh trying to kind of make sense of my life with my you know with at home and not being accepted by by you know you know by the people around me because there was in the 60s there was tremendous racism growing up in london
1: it's great it's great Uh, i'm glad because i didn't i'll be honest i didn't really work that hard at uni so it was good to leave uni and and really like get on it you know really like because i also as a person i think i value i value productivity a lot of people live to work i think i am one of the work to live guys but because my work is amazing that's all right with me you know so as a person I, I go to bed happy when i've had a productive day
0: we've also saved the best till last by honoring another artist and showcasing their talent as our new theme song with none other than your host savia rocks featuring in their song so guys enjoy stay creative and as always please continue to be kind to one another let's go Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Ask People podcast. I'm your host, Savvy Rocks, and today I am humbled to have Stephen here, who is an author of the Afterlife and the Journey too. Stephen, I want to thank you so much for taking your time to come on the Ask People podcast. How are you?
2: I'm very well, and thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast, given the trials and tribulations we've had getting it sorted.
0: (laughs) Hey, that's one of the beautiful things about life, and I think it teaches us about patience and and the willingness to want to be able to do something and also the strength to want to be able to do it. So thank you so much, Stephen, for coming on the show. Um, Oh, it's a pleasure. my, My first question for you is could I kindly ask you could you tell me about your background of where you grew up, but also how that influenced you to be the person who you are today?
2: My goodness, where do I start? Uh, oh, given that I'm on the wrong side of 66 now, but my my professional career savvy has been that of an educator. Uh, I've trained hundreds of people, both professionally and personally. It's part of my DNA. Uh, it's, I, I've loved doing it. I, I work with individuals and and teams in a, in a corporate sense and a sort of one-on-one environment. But I've, because, because I'm uh, getting on a little bit now, I've kind of retired from, from that work. And, and now my authorship is, is what I do and what I love. Uh, that creative side cannot be denied. But I must tell you, I, I'm a late bloomer. Uh, I, I didn't start the writing process until after I turned 50. Uh, mm. up until Up until then, I had no inkling of my capacity to write anything apart from a business report but there you go i i i listened tuned in and followed the the instincts and and here lies book number six that has come out the afterlife which is kind of cool but the other part of the story is after after book five which was uh four or five years ago I had stopped. I said, "I'm done. I'm, I'm not writing anymore. I'm, I'm too old. I'm, I want to start. I want to retire and start planting tomatoes in the garden." <laughs> However, uh, what what happened? What transpired? And as you do when you when you get old and grey, you get up on the roof and clean out the gutters. And and where we are here, we're very We're in, as I was explaining off air. We're very remote, uh, surrounded by tropical rainforest. No neighbours within vicinity. And one particular Saturday morning, I'm up uh, about five metres off the ground, cleaning out the gutters and the roof, and the ladder slipped, and I fell off. (laughs) So I'm I'm lying in a crumpled heap on the ground. I can't feel anything below my neck, and I thought, uh-oh, Stephen, you are in trouble. Now, as the gods were to favour, my wife happened to be here this particular morning. Now, normally it's a Saturday morning, she's off shopping or doing something, but she happened to be here that Saturday morning, and I'm screaming out her name, uh, and because there's no one else around. Uh, and she came and rescued me. And and I was, uh, I'd fractured my neck. And <laughs> I, the ladder had gone through all of these, that we've got these louver windows and there's glass all around me. And I'm lying in amongst all this glass. but I've got this little cut on my arm. That's all. But I had fractured my neck and I, so I couldn't feel anything uh, below the neck. But here we stand and... Uh, physically, I'm all you know uh, beautifully recovered. But again, the story continues that as I was in rehabilitation, now I'm on a couch for three months, good for nothing. I could barely move. And my wife kind of <laughs> had to, almost had to spoon food me. But <laughs> but it was then, and I call it a spiritual awakening experience or a near-death experience or whatever, but I had this vital going through my head the afterlife a journey too and it was pounding away and i knew what it was i i knew that so the universe is saying to me Stephen, there's more for you to do i've got something for you and in reply i'm going leave me alone <laughs> as we do. I don't, as we do i'm done yeah i'm finished and quite stubborn mind you uh but eventually, I've relented. I said, okay, you you, to the universe, you want me to write this thing? I'm in. But the afterlife, what do I know? I know nothing. I'm just a regular dude. But I said, okay, I'm in. I'll, I'll write. So eventually, when I was able, I sat in front of the PC and I've got to tell you, I had, look, I had no storyboard, no character, no nothing. And as soon as I sat to write, it was like opening Pandora's box. I, I saw the colours, heard the music and it's all in heaven. It's all happening up, up there. And it was like akin to like being on a, on, a, on a scenic railway tour. So I, I'm seeing, I'm, and it's a first-person narrative, so I'm seeing through this character's eyes and I'm seeing what he's seeing and he's showing me things. And I, I, I and say, I saw the colours and heard the music and the dialogue was just there. And I just thought, Ooh, just started to take dictation, and I wrote. A, a, and every time I sat to write, it, it was... I never knew what was coming. I had no idea. I, I just let it flow. And it was always there. And this character took me through the different levels of heaven to show me all these things that I saw. I like that. It was the greatest gift that I've received, to, to be sure.
0: See, it's amazing how the world teaches us and shows us things. And when we we'll think we're going to stop, the universe is like, No you still got things to do and as stubborn as we are as you said we still give in to that we give in and we open our hearts and ourselves to say okay what is it exactly that you want and need me to do because there's a difference between want and what you need me to do and in doing so we we evolve even more and make a beautiful transition to understand that we can help write another book as you have that can help so many people make them understand that sometimes in life we'll think we're finished and we're not.
2: Yes. Isn't that very interesting? Because uh, what I understand from these types of, you know, near death or spiritually working experiences, difficult as they may be, is that they do two things specifically. They one, they turn you away from errant path. Take Stephen, you're on the wrong track. You're not sorry, you're not retiring. I've got more for you to do. Redirect. And there you go. So here's your here's your path that your purpose that you can choose to follow if you so desire. And then the second thing is that. You will be imbued with um, what I would call a, a, a superpower, a, a yes. skill, a talent that you never knew you had. I will give—I, the universe—will give you that. Stay tuned. But you have to trust me. You have to trust that you know I'll lead. And I, when I say I, the universe. I'll lead you on the right path. Yeah. So that the, that trust was totally there. So every time I sat, I knew that I I had no doubt that the next words, a story, or whatever it was, would would evolve, and I was just taking writing down that message.
0: And you did it so, it's so a beautiful... eloquently. Say again. You did it so eloquently as well. So it was natural. It was meant to be.
2: Oh, thank you. The the interesting. The, the the words, the dialogue in, in the story were, was like Old English, Gothic, ancient, I don't know, but it wasn't my, I don't write nor speak like that normally, but that's how mm. it come out. So, and people have asked me, is like the main character, Athar, is it a, or was it a real person? And honestly, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Uh but what I know is that the words were so clear and the feelings and the love I experienced felt and experienced through that journey was so profound that they could not be denied. I, I, as I say I trusted it implicitly and I know the, the words and the message are given by a source working to our benefit.
0: I think it was real. That's just my opinion and my perception when reading the book I to me I feel it was real when you're reading um for me everything is about energy and life and we all have different colors of auras within us every time we meet or connect with people I always say so for me if something has been brought to your attention nine times out of ten it's real and it's meant for you um what I will say is, nothing is a co. I don't know if everyone agrees with this, but I don't feel that anything is a coincidence.
2: No, exactly. Oh, absolutely. But it does become a choice. I think you, you're absolutely that right. That's very true, Stephen. Yeah, yes, true. You, you, we we can choose to say, no, I'm not writing this book. Go away. I'm, there's tomatoes waiting out in the garden to be planted. <laughs> Or I mean you know uh, uh, and and you know you're a you're a young person in in your, in your prime now, I'm an old guy with gray hair uh, and from a time perspective time, that time becomes relative yes. so i you know, I think you know I don't know how long I've got left on 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 God's earth, so I need to do whatever it is that I need to do, and I need to get on with it and that mm-hmm. was a that's a, that was a point of choice for me i so, said okay let's i'm in let's go and and the great thing about <laughs> and the great thing about it now of course well you, i've got to tell you that from a, a writer's point of view the writing of the book has taught me so many profound things about life and how to make life a better place yes that i i could only wish that i'd learnt this stuff 50 years ago but you know, that's the, that's the way it goes, you know. Um, but I've got to tell you something else, Savia, that's really interesting about this journey. In, in, in what happened, after I'd finished writing the book, and, you know, then you've got to go through all the hard work. Then the, That's the beautiful part. Then you've got to edit and you read it a hundred times, you got all the publishing stuff. But there was about three months after I'd finished writing the book, now little voices in my head are going, and I've read this thing a hundred times in edit. Stephen, you've missed something, you go, huh? And I read it again, and then it became apparent what I found embedded in the text were these laws of heaven and earth, and I found fifteen of them, and I, you know, I wrote them down, and 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 I. I, I Since then, I've lived by them and it's just changed my whole perspective on life and how to do things just by virtue of that understanding of these basic laws that govern our life and the life eternal. And now one can implement these laws to make life a, a, a much more enjoyable place.
0: Question for you. Which one law do you feel is the most important law?
2: Oh, now there's a very good question. Let me see. Here, and I'll read it directly. What you have caused to affect in your fellow man is what declares your place in heaven. Mm -hmm. Because we are all one in spirit, what what you have caused to affect in your fellow man is what declares your place in heaven. To me, that's so profound. So, what you know, amongst the many that are there, I mean, if I do bad things to you in this life, Mm. I'm the one that will endure the consequences of that act. Because we are one in spirit, what I do to another, I do to myself. I like so. That. It's cool, isn't it?
0: No, <laughs> mm. sometimes, sometimes when people tell me things, I don't always have an answer, and it's okay not to always have an answer because sometimes you just let what somebody said to you sink into your internal and understand it and absorb it so that you can understand and resonate with it.
2: Yes. Yes, isn't that very interesting? Yes. Uh, and uh, and and I uh, I must say that in the the writing of this book, because it's so different, it's told through the medium of story. And I've often wondered why I was given that gift in such a form. Mm. And what I now understand is that, like it, you know, many, you you and I we've, we've researched and explored people that have had near death experiences, of which is yeah. The, Totally, totally profound. However, from a, a reader's perspective, they're objective. So it's, it's happening to someone else. Yeah. So you say, oh, that's very interesting, but it's not mine. But uh, it, it's someone else's experience. But that's okay. But in the reading of a story, the reader is able to... Delve into the different levels, so you could read a story like the afterlife and go, "Oh yeah, that's good," or "I don't like it," or "You know," or whatever. So you read it literally, that's okay, whatever. But you, then you can you you could you could look at the parables, the 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 anecdotes, and go, "Oh, well, that's interesting." But then you can go a bit deeper. Then then you go into the the metaphysical. You 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 read the story and and the laws of the universe I revealed to you, which is kind of cool too. However, there's my understanding is it's a deeper level. There's a mystical level that that, uh, where the, you, the reader connect with the story and go, Oh, I got that. That so that's a, so that's a revelation of inner truth. That's that mystical moment that says, Oh, thank you. Universe. Thank you. God, whoever. Um, I got that, and it reveals that inner truth within. That's what a story like this does. It for those with eyes to see and ears to hear. It reveals that inner truth and says, "I'm, I've got that. I'm beautiful. This is good. Let's go forward." That's the real key, I think, to the story.
0: See, and this is where this is where we all understand it individually, just like you said. My next question actually kind of resonates with everything that you've just said, just in a different format. So it would be, can you define yourself as a person, but who do you see when you look in the mirror? But on the flip side of that question, Stephen, has there ever been a time where you have looked in the mirror and not recognized the person staring back at you? How did you manage to go from being the person that you may not necessarily want to be to being, turning it around and finding the positivity within yourself to transform and evolve, to become who you want it to be?
2: Mm, that's a very interesting question. To me, it, it, it's it's always been an internal process. Mm. And the internal process, it's not what happens to you. We, we all have challenges to face externally. But it's how we deal with it internally that's the key. And you know, for me, it was uh, the breaking down of that inner barrier, the the person internally that says, "Oh, Stephen, you can't write a book. You're no good. You're not. You know, you're too this. You're too that. You're too something. And by the way, oh, you're not meant to be a writer. You should be doing something else that's safer." It's those internal barriers that say, "I can't do. I'm not good enough." Sorry, Stephen, you know, just stay where you are. I've totally broken. I'll tell you the experience that, that occurred. And, and this is, oh my goodness, oh, 15 years ago. I'm sitting, sitting writing just on the opposite side of the room here. And my wife's asleep. The kids are in bed. It's all quiet. It was my time to write. Yeah. And I'm sitting there struggling with this first book. And it was honestly, it was like someone coming to speak in my ear. It was like, Stephen, you're not a writer. You're not good enough. Who's going to read this bleep? Hmm? And it was tangible. I could hear it. And I knew what it was. It was those internal, I call them the internal saboteurs that will trip you up. To keep you where you where you are, keep you safe. And so I say I I knew it was internal, and I also was wise enough to know how to get rid of them. There, there's a technique to to you can use to get rid of. So I said, thank you very much for coming. Uh, you know, issues of self esteem, but I don't need you anymore. See you later. And this internal spectre from there got you know every time you sort of let this stuff go, the spectre gets smaller. And then eventually it goes, boop, no more. I'm not there anymore. <laughs> so what that means internally is there's no barrier, no barrier between that well of wonder, that creative uh, spirit that we have that links us to the divine source, that source that we, we know is there, but we don't know what's in there. So I never knew what was in there with the afterlife. I never, you know, say, I, I knew nothing. However, once that portal is opened, that says, oh, okay, I'm listening. Oh, I've got that. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm in. Let's go. So, so, but the, if that barrier, if that, so oh, oh that's no good. I, I don't believe that. That's not right. Oh, I'm not good enough. All that junk. If that if that lays on top of that well, then that divine spirit, that divine essence, that creativity cannot get through. So the 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 internal process is to let that stuff go. Yeah. And know that you are a divine spirit of the universe, loved and treasured by by God, and you have a divine purpose to fulfill. And you better get on with it if you're 66 years old. It is
0: that no, you can be do you know how many people have become entrepreneurs, even who are like 80 years old?
2: Yeah, cool, huh? I think Very, it's cool. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the unfortunate part about it is it's taken 65 years to get there. But <laughs>
0: it's the journey. It's it's the journey. And and there there'll be someone out there who who may be feeling like I can't do it i'm I don't know i'm seventy I can't do it. you know my life is over you know you know that self sabotage that we yes. all go through in our life, but then there's somebody who's eighty years old and and makes you know a franchise that becomes worldwide and they become an entrepreneur, so it I don't believe that life is really ever over until you know you you're really gone because I think every day you wake up and it's a brand new opportunity for you to seize and do something that you always wanted to do. That's just how I see. It. So I commend you for even turning around and saying, yes, I'm going to write this book. I'm, you know, regardless how old you are, Stephen, and saying you're going to do this, because for me, even listening to you, you still have an abundance of energy.
2: Oh, thank you. yes. It, it's it's amazing, you know, because the the writing of this book, as I mentioned before, so changed the di- my my outlook, the direction, that yeah. one. It and it's totally energizing. Uh, and I, I must tell you, Savia, that the, uh, the uh, of the reef, uh, two months ago, um, what happened is that I lost my beautiful mum. Now she um, eighty four, and uh, if ever there was an angel on earth, it was her. She beautiful being. And, and I always thought that when she goes, I'm not hanging around. I'm not staying. I always, always kind of thought that, which sounds a bit weird. But I must tell you that consequential of, of the knowledge I have now of heaven and the realms and what happens to us has now turned experiential. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I grieve from the loss of my mum, yes, but the grief is totally empowering. It, it, it says, I love you. The bond is still there. I know where you've gone yes. up to the higher realms. I know where to find you in the heart. And I know how to contact you. You know, just listen, be quiet. and And she's there. So that, to me, it is yes, there's grief, but it's totally empowering to say, Stephen, I'm here. Get on with it. I'll help you.
0: <laughs> see, you all, see, we all have someone who is who is there for us, and we all lose someone at some point in time. The main thing is to understand, and this is what I carry with me, the main thing to understand is that we're the lucky ones because we were able to have that person in our lives in the first place, whereas... For me, there there are many people in the world who we didn't have in our lives or someone else in the world may not have the privilege of having someone like you had your mother, you know, yeah. me had my grandmother. So I find that for me a privilege, you know, and an honor to be able to have people who love and show us what love is and kindness is and compassion is, because without that, our being of who we are would have been completely different.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah to be sure that's, that's exactly right. But I know it, it there's, there's another l- law of heaven and earth, which I'll read to you, which is apropos yes, to that. Yeah. Yeah. It says to know that you are sacred, is not to see new things in you, but to see yourself as you really are. Which again is so enlightening to say, yes, we've all had trials and tribulations. Uh, however, internally, you have the spark of the divine within, uh, and it, it cannot, it will never be erased to know that you are sacred.
0: See, and and a teardrop
2: different. from the eye of the universe. Yeah, beautiful.
0: See, that makes that actually makes so much sense to me. I understand it. I definitely, yeah. definitely understand it. The one thing I would love to know, Stephen, is when did you find out that words had power? I know you said you was a late bloomer and you started writing later on in life. But when did you realize that words had an abundant power to affect people in the world?
2: now uh, now that's a very good question too uh, i again it to me it's always an internal process so uh, i i could now I, I know now that if there's there's uh, contact with you know very nice people like you and and family and kin, each of those uh relationships are really important mm-hmm. so you know how i interact and what i do to not you're not sort of going out there to help people directly but saying here i am yeah let's share it, 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 let me bring it back down to the personal uh, a couple of times and this gives me good brownie points by the way <laughs> because, <laughs> because i've said to my wife subsequent to the writing and my of the book and the knowledge, I said, Do oh, I love you now more than I ever did. And we've been married a long time. But it's true, you know, that what we, yes, I know and have learnt from this writing is that relationship is, is so important because I love her, but, you know, it just highlighted that love and brought it into significance. But the, the principle is the same with everybody one meets, that the, the, the highlights the importance. There's no coincidence. You're there for a purpose and to share what you know to the benefit of the other.
0: That is very true. That is awesomely true. See, that's right. So from writing your first book and you telling me the story where it wasn't necessarily insecurities eating at you, I think it was just... Some I think it was something else that was spiritual that was trying to get to you. You know, what would you say from writing your first book to your sixth book <laughs> that you have learned <laughs> from that, uh, you, that you have learned through the transition?
2: You know, again it's a very interesting question. I, I look at it in two ways. One, when I wrote my first book. I was an apprentice oh. and now, and uh, 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 now in my sixth, I've become somewhat of a master.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Perfect however, how, however, the, the real difference is it from the first one to the last one, or the recent one, is that first one I was thinking what I th- was trying to write, this last one. I was listening to what yes. I had to write. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so it was not a thinking process. I, you know, the, the afterlife was completely tuning in. I said, okay, you have to tell me what it is. And I just listened. I said, what do, what do I write about this? Where do I go with this? So I ask a, a constructive question. What do I do? Where do I go? And then I listen, have a cup of tea. <laughs> and oh, then go, you go, <laughs> got that? Oh, and it's there—the image. And, and as, as I said, right at the beginning, it was—I saw the colors, I heard the music, and the dialogue was just there. So I just typed, I—I I wrote, but it was not thinking; it was totally listening. Mm-hmm. And 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 the process to me again is the same when we connect with our our guardian angels uh, and the, the people that are to support us, we tune in. It's it like tuning into a radio dial to say, okay, I, I need help with this. What do I do? Mm. And then I listen. So, okay. And then you get that instinct, that that feeling, that something in the gut that says, oh, I've got to go there. Or I've got to do this. I've got to be here or write whatever. So that that's the listening process, not not the oh, thinking. Oh no, that doesn't work. Oh, I can't do that. I'm not good. None of that. Just listen and go and do. I
0: would I would love to know what a day is like in Stephen's life from even if it was in your prime to even now. What what what's a day like in Stephen's life, especially being a writer?
2: the the the. the... My practice now daily practice is to always tune in every day every day i i i i know that the guardian angels i mean i could talk about we could talk about sort of some yeah, of the things yeah. i saw yeah. later but but the i know those guardian angels are there all the time twenty four seven so if there's a a, a, a dilemma or a something that you know, vexes the outlook. Tune in. So, what do I need to do about that? How do I fix that? And without fail, I trust implicitly that the that information will come, and it always does. There's no separation between. To me, there's no separation between between that that angelic spirit, the divine guidance, and, and and us as individuals, what gets in the way is, you know, like we were talking about before, oh, no, that's not right, that's not good enough, that thinking, the monkey mind that says, no, nah, no, nah, I can't do that, uh-uh, don't see that at all now. It's it's the connection, and it's not just me, it's for all of us, the connection is there. Those guardian angels are there for us all the time yeah. to help us through whatever our dilemmas are.
0: What's the best advice you, you believe? This is actually I like this question. What is the best advice you believe you have ever received from an angel that has helped you and guided you?
2: Oh my goodness, there there are many, but the the I I look at it through even current experience. Like I was saying before, I you know like years ago, I I, I was had to think my way through things, yeah, but now. I tune in, <laughs> oh. and and the in, I trust implicitly. Invariably, the 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 answers will be there, and I follow that instinct. The courage required sometimes is to follow that instinct. Say, say, oh, you, Stephen, you should be over there doing something, or talking to somebody, or dealing with that issue, and the the little demon on your head saying oh that's hard that's i, I should put that <laughs> that's oh, too yeah. difficult oh i can't do that uh-uh. you have to follow because what we know is we'll be safe the the, the 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 universe will will guide us and look after us
0: which they do eventually they really do eventually Mm -hmm. what is destined for us will always be and will always happen regardless how many times we try to defer like we said in the beginning go a different you know pathway or and sometimes out of stubbornness like we said we pretend like we don't hear we don't listen (laughs) no it's happened to us a lot i i i've even done it a few times where i pretend that i haven't heard and it's not that i reap any repercussions I just get, luckily, I just get redirected Mm -hmm. to the Mm -hmm. right way, which I'm sure you have as well, and I'm sure you understand where I'm going with this. Oh, yes. And and in the redirection on that journey, we start to understand why we are being redirected and why our negligence of who we are as human beings decided Hmm. to go another route. And sometimes it's just rebellion, but at the same time, I think it's curiosity within ourselves to go another route rather than turn around. So I completely understand that. If there was one quote, Stephen, that represented you as a person, what quote would you choose? And why would you choose that particular quote?
2: Oh, my goodness. A quote. be you not you are never without the love of the father why
0: did not,
2: you choose that one well you know we all have trials and tribulations and issues to face yes and and as you as you said before you know we can we can turn away from it's too hard or to procrastinate but if we know or when we know that there is no separation between the divine and ourselves and that the, the father, you know, the angels, the spirits, whatever you like to call them, are there for us you know, all the time. So why fear? I mean, it, and. It, we're talking about the experience that I had before with my mother. The other profound experience that I've had since writing of the book is that I have no fear of the of of passing. So when my turn comes, I will take that step across the veil with no fear, because I I know now what awaits. So mm. and 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 even now in life, so we can step forward and be do what we must do to. To, to purpose and know that that creative, that love uh, sits there as a crucible from which uh, our actions uh, propel themselves. That that divine source is there open to us all the time. So by fear? Let's See? get on with it.
0: No, <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. That, per- that makes perfect sense. So if there was one song, Stephen, because I believe that music is – a radiant part of who we are and how our souls connect as well. If there was one song that was the soundtrack of your life, what song would you choose and why would you choose that particular song?
2: Mm. I've got to tell you something before I answer that. Mm. In, and I don't know how we, I'm giving away a part of the book here. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I, I, music was such a, profound part of the universal makeup Uh, i was taken to a place with a master soul and shown these matrix of colors and and all through the writing of the book i heard this music in my head and it was like it was an integral part of us it's hard to explain but colors beyond the imagining but the music was a part of our soul Mm. but to answer your question The song that comes to mind is by Enya. Oh. And it's called
0: I'm a Big Fan.
2: Oh, she is fantastic. But the song is Water Shows the Hidden Heart.
0: I know what song you're talking about. You know that one? Yes. It's
2: so and she sings she sings it in this language called Loxian. Yes. Oh, it is so beautiful.
0: I am a a, I'm a big fan of Enya.
2: Yeah, it, that that's a song that kind of resonates. It's like to me, it's like a calling card to the divine. You listen to the 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 song, and you go, "Oh!" You sort of drift off into but, the universe. Uh, but her
0: whole her whole energy is is spiritual spirituality. Just yeah, just just any any song that you listen to from her is just spiritual. And yes, it's, I actually work to Enya's music quite a lot which is really radiant to me. But hey, yeah, I could talk about that yeah. all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could, talk, I could talk about that literally all day. So one thing I would definitely like to ask you is, when was the last time, Stephen, you felt totally at peace with yourself?
2: Ravi, I'm a very content man now. Content, I know you are. But content because I, I I'm a lucky man because I've got a beautiful wife and lovely three boys and things and they're good Aww. lads, cause their father no trouble. Um they're all they've all left home now, so we're empty nesters. However, um but to me peace comes from purpose.
0: It's very true.
2: I, I I know I'm on the right track. I I I get to talk to lovely people on podcasts. Uh <laughs> and i know I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing, yes in in a life that's that's full of surprises um between now and the time i I opt out
0: you opt out so, I like the way you said that <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done I'm
2: done Be <laughs> me up, Scotty
0: <laughs> come and get me now
2: yeah, but so there there's there's a Peace in, in that you know there's persistence resilience required. We've still got challenges to face, to be sure. But there's there's a peace in that that, but it's like a a, a fire. It, you know a little the more than a pilot light. It's a fire inside that says, "Even get on with go do yeah. be," you know. Uh, and that to me that's peaceful.
0: That's enough. That is enough for me. That that makes sense <laughs> to me. <laughs> <laughs> What would you like people to take from your most recent book? If they were to take away anything from your book, and now knowing the story behind it and everything that you've been through, what would you like them to take away from your book?
2: If if people who read the book get a little that make life a better place for them and their loved ones and their kin. And and in doing so, what that to me, what that does. Is it makes not just this life a better place; it makes the life eternal a better place, True. which is kind, which is kind of important. So you get a little bit, and that might be enough. But if you get a lot, then I'll take full credit for that. No, <laughs> 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 no I'm joking. But but therein lies the crux of it. You know, you you read it, and you get you can. It's like a it's like a, a nice, healthy meal. You can take a little bit and get a lot out of it, or you can take a lot, and and it changes your life exponentially. Either way, the message has it's done its job, and it's a mess. Yeah, and that means that the reader's ears are open, the hearts open.
0: Yeah, that is To true. the
2: divine, that's
0: true.
2: The and it's opened a little portal in the heart for the divine to come in, an expression of their own love and and divinity to shine through and if that happens well uh through the ethers i'm a content man <laughs> <laughs>
0: to be quite honest with you steven you seem a content man already
2: yeah you know, I'm, I'm pretty um, close
0: I don't no no i think you're <laughs> definitely there i think i I, Thank you. I i've spoken to a lot of people and one thing that always shines through is people's energy and happiness and contentness of life and regardless of what they've gone through, they always show their their emotions, and sometimes they don't even realize that they're showing it. Excuse me, showing their emotions. So that's definitely something, Stephen. I would love for everyone to be able to find you on all your social media platforms. Where can we find the lovely Stephen?
2: <laughs> well, I, I guess the best way, Savia, is is via the website uh, www Stephen, stephen with a ph uh, stephenchong.com.au uh, and you know if people can obviously purchase the book through that medium or um, will contact me via an email link and you know happy to respond to questions if i'm able um, so that's probably the best way
0: stephen this is where i say thank you so much for waking up so early In the morning on your side You know to join me So late in the evening on my side (laughs) And for Showing me that You know consistency Kindness Passion for what you do And never giving up Never listening to those voices That occur in our heads And you know And just being Who we are and having that purpose In life to continue is a beautiful thing and i just want to thank you so much for showing that on the show today thank you so much oh, for coming on
2: it's been wonderful and i thank you very much for having me and, and staying up so late
0: oh, i'll do it again <laughs> if you want me to <laughs> I would. it's not often that you get to connect with with people um, that understand the the energies of the world and how they work and once you do find that you always stay in touch with those people because you can feel that connection that they are part of you in some spiritual way and you are part of them so for me that is and has been always very important to me
2: wonderful thank you salvia all the best to you
0: and you too Guys, I want to thank you so much for listening to the Us People podcast. And please remember, you can subscribe and leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and any other platform that you prefer listening to. Please also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can also donate to the Us People podcast by simply going to the Savvy rocks website or just typing in Podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Stay happy, stay positive, and as always, please, continue to be kind to got peace of mine, I
1: need a solution, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with her, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with confusion, yeah, I'm done. I need a solution. Peace of mind. Peace of mind. Gotta keep my energy. And peace of mind. I protect my energy. And peace of mind. Gotta keep my energy. And peace of mind. Peace
0: of mind. People say that having a peace of mind is trying to find a consistency of calmness within ourselves. To crave for a clarity that drives us through our emotional journey of life. To never let a person's judgment manifest into a fear inside of us. Learning to believe in our ability to shine through the darkest moments and tunnels when we cannot see the light. Patience being our light for forgiveness and strength. To believe in our destiny. If you want real peace of mind, one needs to stop fighting their inner thoughts and embrace them with love. Because love is the most amazing and beautiful strength that we have to conquer, our peace of mind. Make your thoughts impact a nation by keeping them true and honest, especially to yourself. But make your peace of mind protect you when you don't have strength to embrace anything
2: else. Yeah, you, you take care, and I thank you very much.
0: You're welcome. Anytime. You're more than <laughs> And
2: if you, if you, if you bump into my wife, say hello for me, you? You know what?
0: I actually would.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually would. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta <laughs> uh, oh, keep my energy and peace of mind. I protect my energy and peace of mind Gotta keep my energy and peace of mind Peace of mine, peace of mine, Gotta keep my energy and peace of mine. I protect my energy and peace of mind Gotta keep my energy and peace of mind My